0: Could I sneak right past you real quick? Oh, 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 Minnesota, all you want to do is make a hot dish. Oof-da, oof-da, wearing shorts in the 30s like it's hot-ish. You say we got Vikings, say we got mosquitoes. You keep living here even though you say you'll leave. You never really like them, but they stay, yeah Duck, duck, great duck with no goose Oh, if you forget a jacket, you will die You only wait in line at the state fair You only drive a truck and you don't care You only wanna fish when the ice out Only tinder pick when the fish out She from Brooklyn Park, Edina If you don't call it pop, then she laugh at ya Forest Lake, Shoreview spending all your money at the caribou, man I all you wanna do is work at best buy oof da oof da everybody wants to be a nice guy you say we got Vikings say we got mosquitoes you keep living here even though you say you'll leave though oof da oof da all you wanna do is make a high dish wanna
1: work at Mall of america get ready We are a tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. This is the Cutline Podcast with your host, Michael Cavalunis.
2: Oh, that's an oldie, but a goodie. And if you've been with the Cutline for a while, you know that that might just be the best damn intro we have. Maybe second to last week's Open with Robin Williams. Whatever the case may be, just get me a hot dish so I can play some duck, duck, gray duck. How Minnesota isn't a part of Canada is something I'll never know or even seek to understand. But you could go ahead and expect us to leave no Minnesota saying unturned. Oh, for cute! What else can we expect this week at the TPC Twin Cities? Woof da! There's a lot of golfers that can win. Oh, you betcha! The golf, the Open is over, and Cam Smith is your champion. We have the out right here, and I'm happy because so many of you out there had the same meal ticket. Lock it up, Cam. Low and we all win, man. Everybody last weekend had Cam Smith, except a few of you. I know a few of you are a little bitter, but be happy for winners, boys. Be happy for winners. As great as last week was, the beat goes on, and the 3M Championship is here, and the cut line has the goods this week to get your lineups rolling. But first, hello, Canada. Hello, Australia. Hello, USA. Hello, UK. And if you're new to the show...
0: It goes like this. Let's find each other
2: tonight
1: Hey yeah. Ah uh. Yeah 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 Oh yeah 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 Oh yeah Yeah oh, Yeah Jeez Yeah geez. Oh jeez Yeah Oh yeah 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 Hiya Jeez Hiya Yeah It's okay Go Bears Oh Oh yeah Yeah Oh yeah, betcha Yeah Jeez Oh yeah Oh jeez You think? Jeez yeah? Jeez. Oh cheese. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese? Uh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah? Oh jeez. Yeah. yeah. She oh yeah. Oh jeez.
2: Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. oh geez. Yeah. jeez. Yeah.
0: Cheese. Yeah, He just yeah. Cheese. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Where have you been? And if you're a returning listener.
1: Well, hey there. I didn't see you. My name is Pat. And if it's all right, I'd like to take a moment to introduce you to a few words you might hear in Minnesota. Number one, hot dish. In Minnesota, hot dish is what you might call a casserole, but it can also be any dish with meat, canned green beans, canned corn, canned cream of mushroom soup, and of course, tater tots. Number two, that's different. In Minnesota, saying that's different is our way of saying, I don't like it, in a polite way. For example, you might try your neighbor's hot dish and say, that's different. Number three, gray duck. A gray duck is a goose. It's really simple. Maybe you played duck, duck, goose when you were a kid. Well, we played duck, duck, gray duck. Number four, oh for cute. Oh for cute basically translates to how wonderful. Sure, you can say it about a dog or a baby, but you can also say it about an antique shop or a quilt or a gray duck. Number five, you betcha. This last one is really important because you betcha is how Minnesotans say you're welcome. For instance, you might say, Hey Pat, thanks for taking so much time out of your day to make this video. And I might respond, You betcha.
2: Well, give you guys shout outs specifically to Mr. Minnesota himself, my man, my buddy, living in the land of 10,000 lakes, Ryan Kaiser. What's up, Ry? What you doing up there, man? Shoot me a text. How you been? I'm my Kev Lunas, at Lunas on Twitter, L-I-U-N-E-S, excited to break down the 3M Classic. Well, looking forward to a Sunday fun day. I am going to hammer the showdowns this weekend. I think there's a huge advantage if you know what you're doing in these showdowns. This is the weekend for it. I am going to play the week-long, the weekend-long, the four rounds. I get it. But still, showdown, hoedown to G- Gen 75 If you haven't found him, Degenerate 75 like... He's not everyone's cup of tea in terms of his humor and his presentation, but I would totally check him out if you're looking for some free showdown content. He also has a Patreon thing. like supporting anyone in the industry who I think is valuable. Again, he's unique, man. He's got his humor just like we do at the Cutline. Everyone's unique in their show and their presentation, but DGEN75, de- degenerates 75 something like that on Twitter. Um, showdown, Hoedown, uh, and YouTube. Check him out, man. Guy lives in Oklahoma. He must be, you know... Sick of seeing those dustball golf courses out there. But whatever, man. Check them out. Um, But remember, if you need the best goods for DFS analysis, betting content, and everything, please go to cutlinegolf.com and subscribe for our newsletter. Just trying to help you guys crush it. And on top of that, we modified the tournament model and we combined it with the Vegas page. So you can find it all right there. Forget navigating other pages. Less work is more fun, more winning, helping you guys crush it. So... All right, so the Cutline is here to bring you in-depth DraftKings analysis of the 3M Open, and we're gonna do the best we can. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to,
0: why don't you go where
2: fashion sits? To give you the best opportunity to cash on Sunday. We'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside sand traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. Oh, hello. Course of course, the goal of the cut line is to make sure that not only is your tournament lineup at the green, but so is your bankroll. Cut line is here to give you the plays that build your best lineups week in and week out to make sure that you're cashing and smashing and getting six of six golfers through the cut line. Ooh. That was clever. That was clever. As always, a special thanks to PGA and the PGA tour. Because they are providing us this opportunity to gamble and play DFS. Hello, Live Tour. Taking all the golfers. Of course, a special thanks to FanShare Sports and all the help they provide. Look, if you are not getting the best ownership in the industry, it's because you're not subscribed to FanShare Sports. Very easy fix. In the discount code, write the cut word cut line and you'll receive 30%. 30%? Better fix that if it's not. Off your monthly membership. How good is the ownership there? I know it's pretty damn good. Why? Because I do all the freaking ownership for Fanshare Sports. Secret be told, it's the best in the industry. Hands down. Bar none. This week, the PGA Tour tackles the 3M Open. And once again, we are looking at a scorer's course. Some may argue it's not, but... I don't know. Minus 119? 19? It's a lot. Not 119. 19. I misspoke. But once again, we are headed to a weak DraftKings field, a top-heavy DraftKings field. This co- contest is a lot heavier than it's usually, but I have no fear. The cut line is here to break down this course in TPC Twin Cities. The golfers this week have a mad challenge in front of them. They need to figure out how they're going to score, minus 19 or better, to win this tournament. And being back in the Midwest, it means that we are looking at another easy course for the 3M Open. This is a TPC course, and the sight lines, greens, and fairways will be in immaculate condition. The scoring will be never-ending, and the winner is going to be earning quite the payday. The course itself is pretty unique. The fairways and greens are built on a sod farm, and the hazards you see were manually placed. The point being that this course sometimes feels more like a gimmick course than anything else. Bunkers are oddly placed, and there's so much water that it just seems like an overabundance. The fairways give a little substantial landing areas, and... Anyone finding the water is likely to miss the cut and lead for you to have a poor weekend. In fact, the course is littered with agua. Twelve holes have water in play. The course does account for a ton of penalties for anyone having a wayward tee tee or approach shot. Still as intimidating as this might be for casual golfers, pros typically go unfazed. Now, Wolf won here three years ago with a score of minus 21. Since then, we haven't seen a tournament that created scoring that was that low. Thus, you must look at the weather this weekend. Weather draws are going to be massive. If there's any win, it's going to lower scoring. It's going to help you play showdowns. So make sure you consider this as well. With all these water hazards, getting the right weather draw could be key in finding success in your tournaments. Other unique aspects is how this course can easily modify its length by utilizing different tee boxes. Now, of course, the grounds crew is able to modify any tournament. They're able to do that. And while this is common at most courses, most tournaments, here it's a little bit unique because the amount of water on the course can drastically change holes, distances, and clubs that golfers are going to use. DFS players and bettors are going to have to navigate an uncomfortable field. There'll be plenty of golfers here that most will not have a lot of information on, and this plays in the hands that... Those that do that homework. So, I'm a believer that people who listen to my show do their homework on their own. I think we're gonna find some diamonds in the rough. Um, last year, nine holes played over par, and that was thanks to a windy weekend. And once again, the long par threes accounted for plenty of this diff- plenty of the difficulty for the field. Lastly, don't narrow down or narrow in on one stamp for the course. Winners have come in a variety of reasons. In 2019, Wolf was dialed in on an approach and gained nearly st- three strokes. 2020, Thompson led the field in putting and he was top five in approach, but lost strokes off the tee. Uh, Cam Champ's putter was so hot that it didn't matter where his ball landed on the green. It's just that putting is unpredictable, so you can't really bank on that. Arnold Palmer's architect, bentgrass green, 6,500 square foot uh, green size. We're going to see pretty average speed stint meter, probably like 11 and a half, 12 plus, 7,431 yards, par 71, 12 holes. Have water in play and about 74 bunkers. Nuggets and tidbits. On average, most approach shots range from about 175 to 200. And second would land between 125 and 175. Fairways are wider here. This has seen a higher fairway hit percentage. Each year the f- tournament is played at TPC Twin Cities. That number has been higher than the tournament average. I wouldn't dismiss Bombers this weekend. Closer is always better, and over the past three years, the average for greens in regulation has been up nearly 6%. Even missing fairways indicates that hitting greens isn't that difficult. Part 5s are key, as they've been the easiest in the course every single year the tournament is played at TPC Twin Cities. Again, looking at this weather forecast, right now, that morning AM-PM draw looks frighteningly good, because you have lower winds until about 10-11 o'clock. And then it gets up to you know wind gusts up to like the the high twenties. The next day though the wind dies down. You do have some gusts there in the afternoon. I just think there's an inherent advantage there. Past winners include Cam Champ, Michael Thompson, Matt Wolf, Like we mentioned, key stats that I'm looking at: ball striking, approach shot distribution. Part three is over 200 yards, fairways gained, strokes gained on part fours, part five specifically, and of course scoring 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 similar courses: PJ West, Innisbrook, TPC Southwind, TPC River Highlands, and the Detroit Golf Club. But the question you're asking yourselves is who are we gonna be playing this weekend? These two punts from victory.
0: Only needs one. <laughs> Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys.
2: That's birdie
0: all day long.
2: This is the cut lines birdie Your better segment where we're going to break down each tier of DraftKings pricing. But look, this is a weird field, and we are going to do this just a tad differently this week. Most shows are going to start from that top tier. And go down all the way to 9k, 8k, 7k, 6k. The problem with that is there are so many golfers in here that they're not mispriced, they're just kind of misunderstood. So, um, I want to go over their strengths, weaknesses, guys I like, guys I don't like. Um, we're going to start right away talking about chalk plays and essentially Chris Goddard up. Everyone's talking about him, he's gonna be highly owned. Nick Hardy's not a secret. Brennan Steele, not a secret. Adam Long, not a secret. You know, Tringale, Cam Davis, Davis Riley, basically everyone up in that 10K range. Not a secret. They're going to be highly owned, anywhere from 16 to 30%. Not joking. Right now, Davis Riley, of all guys, Davis Riley is at 32% on fan share sports. 32.5% on FanShare sports. I get it, but come on. Come on. You're better than that. You're smarter than that. You're third in my overall stat model, by the way. Regardless, we're starting this birdie bag segment a little bit differently. And the first thing that we're going to look at is they've made at least three cuts here. Okay, so you're talking about guys who played in every single tournament, that are in the DraftKings field, and that's four golfers. That's Michael Thompson, Kazire, Bryce Garnett, and Jason Duffner. Now, when you look at them in my overall stat model, all right, Thompson ranks 154th. Nope. Kezire, 16th. Bryce Garnett, 130th. And Duffner, 59th. Pricing-wise, 73 down to 6,200. That's the range here that we're looking at. But what excites me about these guys, specifically Garnett, he's got three top 30 finishes 16th, 26th, and 23rd. You look at Duffner, 28th, 32nd, and 66th. Like their average finishing position for the 3M Open for all four of these guys is in the top 40s. Okay. Thompson won in 2020. So you can't say that he's never won, like, he can't win on tour. You look at recent form, Kiz, John Deere Classic, 16th, 64th of the Champions, did not play at the Open, did not play at the Genesis. Um, so the guy can score and light it up, and it's always the putter that does him in. Here's the thing. Pat Kazire, coming in at just like a hair under 3% ownership. I'm going to take advantage of it now. The thing I don't like is he has the afternoon weather draw. He's at twelve thirty-three p.m. So I'm paying close attention to that. And if he falls to where like that weather draw is just way too advantageous not to take, you know, to just get a leg up on the on the rest of the field and go with the AM, p.m. stacks. Um, Kiz is going to be part of my lineup building process this weekend, so watch him on showdowns. Like I, I think he's a very good sneaky play, good first round leader play if the weather plays out in his favor. So we'll see. Again, he tees off at at twelve thirty three. So those are your cut makers. Those are your cut makers from just you know just recently and why we're looking at them. So we are going to take a look now at six K guys that I think are going heavily overlooked. Okay, Arjun Atwal saying you'll know in Paul Barjean Here's the thing. Arjun Atwal has played here before. He ranks 12th in course projections. What he's done here. 23rd in 2019, 53rd in 20th. Didn't play here in 2021. you like, hasn't played a lot here, right? Guy does not have any qualified stats, but likes this course, I get it. The field is weak, but in similar style courses, 13th. Like he says, sneaky play. Tees off at 7.01 a.m. We're talking about the weather draw. And saying you'll know, same thing. But we're looking here specifically at style projection points. Ranks 31st in the field. Barjan, limited data. I don't love commenting and, and solidifying this pick because there is such limited limited data on him. But he qualifies in, in 2022. 38th in the field and birdie average. 24th in ball striking, 6th in driving distance, 5th off the tee in the field. Okay. He's not a massive scorer, but he's middle of the pack when it comes down to par 5s. Could get a hot short stick. We we've seen success, you know, but we'll I'm curious if we'll see any like high top 20 top 30. Like the guy's 6300 for a reason, right? So you got to taper your expectations somewhat. But still, it's an interesting play. Again, these guys are fitting that mold of, okay, way overlooked, 6,000 pricing tier, projections have them pretty high, um, some stats fit the mold and potential upside. And ownership for all three of these is sub 1%. So it's a steal, right? It's a steal if Atwell finishes in top five. It's, it's going to put you in just like a different spectrum for for this tournament. Now we're going to go great recent form, but low ownership. This includes Fratelli, Naismith, Wyndham Clark, Andrew Putnam, and Lee Hodges. When you look at these guys, they are barely on the cusp of 10% ownership. And the only one right now is Wyndham Clark. But with my overall stat model, Wyndham Clark was brutal at 126. But the rest, Naismith, 32nd. Putnam is 38th. Lee Hodges is 40th. Fratelli is 81st. You look at their course history here, a lot of missed cuts. Not looking good. But we're looking at recent form, and these guys have made 5 of 6 cuts for Fratelli. Naismith, 4 of 5. Clark, 5 of 7. Putnam, 4 of 5. Lee Hodges, 4 of 4. All with the average finishing position in those last like five tournaments in the top 40. Okay, So the upside is there. I like Naismith here. I I think there's massive upside. U.S. Open finished 37th, followed the Travelers with 19th. Didn't miss the cut at the Genesis Scottish Open. That's fine. Different style of golf. For Tilly, 28th at the Open Championship. It's like people are ignoring that and they're thinking, okay, all these guys are hungover from being across the pond. I get it. He still wants to win. He still wants to make money. Um, The cut percentages are actually surprisingly low for Clark Naismith. Fratelli, Fratelli, what we're looking at, uh, specifically speaking of those guys. So when you look at it, we got cut percentages below 40% for Fratelli, Naismith, and Clark. I like those odds. When we get into Putnam and Lee Hodges, is a little bit higher. So I do worry about that. Of course, these are, these are guys that are not going to win. You're hoping to get the DraftKings scoring. The one thing for Naismith that's holding me back is – you know you gotta deal with this putter. That is just so brutal. But he gets the 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 tee time draw if the weather plays out. Seven oh one, and then Fortelli does too at seven twenty three. The other three they're teeing off after one o'clock, and those gusts are gonna be brutal. So they might be out of the player pool again. Pay attention to the weather. That that's all I can say. Pay attention to the weather this weekend. I think it, it's going to help your build process. All right. So the next group of guys are players that dominate with the putter. And that may not shine in your overall stat models. That includes Jason Day, Gligic, Brian Gay, Yo Young Kim, Peter Malnati, Jason Bond, Ricky Fowler, and Ryan Armour. Now Fowler does pop in my overall stat model, but... The, the thing I wanted to add him in here for is because he's still not getting ownership here. And it's obviously because of his long-term form, which has been dreadful. But again, none of these guys are getting any ownership because everyone is favoring the top. Everyone's favoring the fact that you can throw in that whole 9K range in your lineups and eat that chalk and potentially compete. The fact is Ryan Armour has not been bad this year. He's he's, he's 104th in birdie average. I get that. But he's, he's 23rd on par 3s fourth on par 4s but he struggles on those long par 5s. You need to be good here with that, but you know, you never you never doubt Ryan Armor. 6th in 2021 here, missed the cut in 2020, 42nd in 2019. He does have two straight miscuts. Missed, missed at the Scottish, missed, missed at the John Deere, but that was piggybacking off the 25th place finish at the Travelers. Look at someone like Hugh Kim who were all over at the Open Championship, finished 47th, but he finished 3rd at the Genesis, and that that really elevated his ownership to just enormous levels. You look at someone like Ligic, 10th at the John Deere, 40th at the Travelers, right? He's made two or two cuts in his last five tournaments, um, averaging a 25th place finish in those. So you don't got a lot of golf being played with these guys. Like Fowler's only played in four tournaments. He's made three or four cuts. Um, his average finishing position on the year is 41st. I'm really hoping like he could he could figure it out this weekend. Um, the thing is though, the style projections don't really favor someone like Jason Bond because it's limited. It's limited um, sample sizes. Again, talking about the the fact that we have a tee time potential advantage Fowler at 7:34, Bond at 8:40, Melnati at 7:56, and Yuhun Kim. 7 12 a.m the rest of the guys are teeing off in the afternoon so like i like some of these options with brian gay in that putter i like jason day and it immediately gets your lineups different because people aren't playing these guys you're gonna have to get comfortable if you're gonna get weird gonna get different is leaving money on the table it's hard to do it sucks it's annoying it's uncomfortable because you think these are relative prices but these prices are all arbitrary guys they're made up They're not real. They're fake. Treat them as such. Right? Treat them as such. Alright, next filter. Next filter. Color we want to go with. We'll go with our high risk plays. Okay? Our high risk plays. And I don't even really consider them high risk plays. But like they're your, your scores that are probably deserving a little bit more ownership. Now, Sun Jae-in is going to be 20% owned. He, he shouldn't be on this list, but I want to mention him because if I don't, it, it's a shame. But he can score. He's most definitely going to be part of my build process this weekend. But Chez Revy, Ryan Palmer, Griot, oh, I want to vomit if I play him. But come on, I, he's got to figure it out someday, right? Um, Lucas Glover, Troy Merritt, and Steven Yeager. So here's the thing for in terms of like wins on tour. All these guys except for Jaeger have a win. Sung Sungjae, two. Chez, two. Ryan Palmer, four. Griot, one. Glover, four. Troy Merritt, two. Of course, Jaeger doesn't. But we, we can live with that, right? I mean, Jaeger's a young 32 years old. He can figure it out. Figured out this weekend, but these guys have the ability to score. Okay, they have the ability to score. Trey Merritt does it with the putter. The rest of these guys do it, dialed in on approach. All right, except for Steven Yeager. But reason for him would say otherwise. Jaeger's key stats don't pop. Right, like he ranks 70th in bogey average, 43rd in scoring. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that to the bank. 93rd in greens in regulation. 104th in ball striking, but he misses a lot of fairways, but fairway accuracy is going to be up here. Point being, the thing I like about Jaeger, 8th overall in rounds in the 60s, 3rd on par 3s. Now, I don't need him saving his round by parring the long par 3s. and I get it. It's kind of stupid to even consider that. But still, you look at him in 2019, 66th. The other guys that we're looking at, Palmer's never played here 15th for M in 2019 11th in 2021 for Ches. third place finish in 2020 for Grio he missed the cut last year um seventh for Glover seventh for Merritt you look at recent form and if you're gonna really break it down the best would be Grio he's four of six in his last five events Glover and Merritt are three of five Jaeger's missed four cuts Right. The last one he made was at the John Deere Classic, which we already know was, I would argue, probably more difficult than this course. And, of course, he missed at the Genesis Scottish Open the following week. Palmer, right? Palmer, 16th at the Genesis. Griot was second at the John Deere Classic, missed the cut at the Open, but it's Griot. What, what do you expect, right? He's going to miss the cut at the Open. <sighs> All right. More filters. More colors that we're looking at this weekend. Whew. All right. These guys are solid in our 2022 PGA ranks, but the thing I like about them is their recent form. All right. These list of golfers four of five cuts, six of six cuts, four of four, four of four, four of five, four and four, five of five. Your average places for these guys, 12th, 28th, 28th, 31st, 24th, 22nd, 31st. This includes Tony Fino, Tigala, Davis Riley, Cameron Davis, Adam Long, Nick Hardy, and Adam Svensson. Tea times vary, but Tegala and Svensson do right now, if you go to Cutline website, take a little bit advantage of the early tea time. Now the biggest issue, because people aren't stupid anymore and they're looking at recent form... Let's talk about ownership. Fino, initial run through, 26%. Figala, 18%. Davis Riley is above 30%. Holy freaking lord. It's Davis Riley, guys. Like, I get it, but come on. Cam Davis is 24%. Adam Long is almost 20 Nick Hardy is almost 20 And Adam Svensson is like 28, 29%. Holy shit. Like That's a lot of risk to take on. And I get it. Great recent form. No doubt in my mind that like that's why these guys are so popular. And it's going to be a big use of why people are rostering guys. But come on. You can easily get different. Easily get different. If you really break down this tournament. Alright, so guys that I just like that are sub 10% ownership. We're gonna break down as we as we break down each tier, and we're finally gonna go back to that range. But we're gonna we're gonna do it a little slower. Um, looking at the top tier with Finau Matsuyama and M, Im, I'm going with Matsuyama and M. Im. I'm not gonna go with Tony Finau. Uh, I don't know how Deki's not getting more love. He fits this course better. His game is. Just like locked in for this style, of course. More than Finau, he's won on tour. He's won majors. He's competed, finished seventh in 2019. People saw the Open Championship, so they're going Tony Finao, But he's ten thousand five hundred dollars. It, it's not that expensive. It's not that pricey. They saw Sungjae Im. It, it finished eighty first. He's, he's struggling, but come on, guys, it's Sungjae. We're talking about a guy who at the Memorial finished tenth, finished fifteenth at the Schwab, finished eighth at the Masters, twenty first at the RBC Heritage. Maybe a little fatigue going on, right? So, uh looking at PGA stats with these top 3, they're 1, 2 and 3 in the weighted stats that we're looking at for 2022. Um Decky's number 1, Pheno's number 2, Sungjae's number 3. That's how weak this field is. In terms of like birdie average, Matsuyama's number 1, Pheno's number 7, Sungjae M's number 29. But the key thing that we're looking at are Matsuyama, Sungjae, they tee off in the morning, 7:23 a.m. All right? 9K range, you could literally stack it with Tagala, Hadwin, McNeely, and Riley. Again, all these guys are getting a ton of love. They're popping in everyone's models. I don't need to say much about them. If you need reasons to not play them, ownership's one, right? You can get real different in just going down to the 8k range. Um furthermore, like Tagala, limited sample size, really not a score. Hadwin, kind of the same thing. So we may not want to play that. Plus, Hadwin recently has been kind of off on average and hitting greens. I'm sorry, and hitting uh, fairways. Not that that's uh, really hard to do. Um, even if he's coming from the rough, I'm, I'm not too concerned. The other kind of bugaboo in Thigala, he struggles on par threes. So if he's going to leave strokes out there, there is potential there. And we see saw so him miss the cut here in 2020. Um, I get it. He's made six of six cuts right open championship 34th 16th second at the travelers 53rd at canada 5th at the memorial 57th at the schwab like the guy hasn't missed a cut since the players championship which we really don't count and then before that the api so a lot of good things to say about the gala but you know i do have some questions about him and and that, that do raise some concerns if ownership shakes out this week as we unfold, like if Davis Riley is going to be 32%, I'm not going to touch him. I'm just going to go to Mac McNeely if I'm going to play someone in this 9,000 range. In the 8K range, I don't think people are going to play Tringale. I don't. Because it's it's Cameron Tringale, right? I just don't. I, I, I get why you're doing it. Like he pops... Based on what? What, because he finished 16th, 3rd, and 42nd? Because he's made four of six cuts because he finished 6th at the Genesis Scottish Open and looks so good at the Open Championship? It's Cameron Tringale. Come on, guys. It's Cameron Tringale. I love the name. It's sexy. But it's Cameron frickin' Tringale. I'd most definitely rather go with two-time winner Chess. I'd rather go JT Poston. I'd rather go Brendan Steele, who's got three wins. Martin Laird, who has four wins on the PGA Tour and has a 7.34 AMT time, ranks 11th in my overall stat model. And you look at his form here, 42nd in 2019. So he's played here before. And he's coming off three or four made cuts with an average finishing position at 27th place. Martin Laird is much more appealing as a four-time winner than Cameron Tringale at $8,800. And then Martin Laird's coming in at sub-10% ownership, sub-8% ownership. Chez, same deal, sub-10% ownership. I'd rather go with those guys. And people are going to blast Nick Hardy. Go crazy on him. I get it. But come on. Got her up. Going down to that 7K range. Come on. Come on. Miss it. Skip it. Can't do it. If you've got remorse, bet it. But do not put him in your DFS lineups at 28, 29%. Single entry, he's going to be like a single entry whore in terms of ownership. Like be cautious about that. I get it. You you don't want to miss the you got the fear of missing out or whatever the case may be. But come on, go down to Ricky Fowler, go down to Jason Day, risk that back injury coming up. Camp Champ, he's won here before. We've seen guys. We saw Xander just do it recently in terms of just this year, right? Go down to Griot, Naismith, the guys we talked about before, Wyndham Clark, Lucas Glover, Troy Merritt, even Smo. Austin Smotherman is coming in in single-digit ownership at 10%. And if you're going to sit there and tell me that Goddard Up has more upside this week than Smotherman, I think you're crazy. I don't think Goddard Up is that much better than anyone in the 7K range. Naismith, no way. Griot, probably a way better putter than Griot. I'll give you that. Cam Champs, one. Three times on tour. Jason Day, 12 times. I get it. Strokes gain injury. Strokes gain old. But Glover's won four times. Like, you can go through this whole 7K range. You know, it's not until you get to someone like Doug Gim where I go, okay, well, I'd rather have Chris Cotter up than Doug Gim. Watch, now he's going to come back and win it. Michael Thompson, two wins, win here. Nick Taylor, two wins on tour. So, come on, guys. Ownership leverage, it's smart. Be wise with that. So, we talked about Griot. We talked about Glover, Merritt. Um... Didn't talk about Duncan, Hogue, Smotherman, and C.T. Pan. So C.T. Pan coming in at 10% ownership. Looking at a miscut percentage at 36%. But I like him. He's, he's in the top 30 Goldilocks zone of my overall stat model. Um, better at scoring recently. Better on approach. And if you look at his stats this year for 2022, ranks 20th. 19th in key stats that I'm looking at. Um, looking at Smotherman. So he ranks 13th. Hogue ranks 8th. And Duncan ranks fifth in 2022 key stats, and these guys are all coming in at low ownership. I think Ho could potentially get there, but you're going to need to do a lot of convincing. Six straight missed cuts, six since the ninth place finish at the BJ Championship. Six, so cautious with that. Um, thing I like about Duncan, Tyler Duncan, the guy can score. He's 10th in the field and birdie average, 6th on par 3s, 8th on par 4s. Middle of the pack on par 5s, that's kind of concerning, but I'm okay with that. He's 20th in scoring as long as he can take advantage on the par 4s. This is a scoring course. so Continuing down the 7K range, we talked about Kays. We talked about Putnam. We talked about Gliggett. We talked about Jaeger. Lee Hodges we talked about. So Go to that 9K range. Talk about Garnett. So, guys, we didn't talk about Sam Ryder and Hank Lebiota and Satoshi Kodaira. Um, you know, they're kind of sandwiched between and outside of Armour, Malnati, and Austin Cook. But these are guys that I like in terms of their approachability. Um, they don't necessarily shine in one particular spot. Like Lebiota, 17th in my overall stat model, Sam Ryder, 24th. They're all teen off in the afternoon the thing i like about kodira you know we're on a tpc course uh teen off in the morning gotta take advantage of that finish 30 at the john deere classic another tpc course so first round leader but right there, Satoshi Kadaira make sure you get that in 8 29 a.m t time brian gay we talked about art wall saying you know bond duffner so that about does it for that 6k range right now but man i'm excited about this weekend i'm gonna build some weird lineups get i'm gonna get weird right? I'm going to leave a lot of salary on the table, but that's okay. It's how you win. That's how you take advantage. And I'm really going to try and take advantage of the showdowns this weekend. So, all right, that's it. Let's take it home. Let's go.
0: Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones. And you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him.
2: that's it it's over it's all over that is our breakdown of the 3M Open at TBC Twin Cities join us next week as we break down the Rocket Mortgage Classic at the Detroit Golf Club I'll never forget it had who was it DJ in this tournament and he was gonna make the cut blasted a driver right in the woods for a penalty loved it wanted to go home anyways we're winding this down tour championship so close end of the month end of the month of August August 25th to 28th I wanted to do a special shout out special thanks to Fan Sports thank you Minnesota for hosting this tournament it's gonna be a fun one fun to watch it uh, to the rest of you Cash and Smash see you on top of the leaderboard on Sunday later